Direct Line, religious topics without preaching. Mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning. Welcome to Direct Line. It's Greg and Steph. It's uh, Thursday, June 23rd. The uh, the countdown's on for Marla and I. We're out of here. I know. We are heading to Israel. Have you packed yet? Your uh, floppy hat? I haven't hat? packed a thing. Your she's, floppy she's hat? She's almost... I, I have my floppy hat, <laughs> but I haven't packed my floppy hat. Yeah. Now, when you say floppy hat, you almost say like I'm forfeiting my man card <laughs> by wearing just, a floppy hat. It just seems like an elderly person. Well, I'm, I'm old. I'm going to be 53 well, You're the same month. age as me, so uh, well, are you calling me old? One month from today, I turn 53, and well, I'm telling you, I feel it date, every day. I feel it all no, the time me too but um yeah we're excited we're ready to go but we're thankful to have another uh, thursday morning to connect and talk about faith uh and you know the culture and mm-hmm. all that's happening mm-hmm. and uh i want to segment the show into four parts today okay. in part one i want to talk about some things that are happening culturally okay. that i think people that um you know follow jesus and people that don't may want to be aware of what's happening. And the Supreme Court made news this week, but it's Mm -hmm. not the case that many have been anticipating. Many are looking forward to that Dobbs versus Jackson women's health case. But this week, the Supreme Court ruled that the state of Maine may not discriminate against families that want to send their kids to religious schools. And so, Maine, have you been to Maine? I love Maine, yes. Maine is one of the most rural states in the union. I did not know this, but there are actually locales in Maine where there are so few people, they don't have a high school. Mm. They have maybe a grade school, but not okay. a high school. And so Maine developed a vouch, basically a voucher program okay. where they will help you send your child to a neighboring public or private school. Okay. They'll give you the, the tuition reimbursement mm-hmm. fund mm-hmm. in order to make that happen. But they have ruled that that does not um, exist for parochial schools. Okay. Private schools, yes, but if there is any religious component whatsoever, absolutely not. Okay. And they've they've said basically we have the separation of church and state. Okay. And so a family three years ago said that's not fair. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no school being mm-hmm. provided mm-hmm. where we live. Mm-hmm. We ought to be able to take advantage of this mm-hmm. and send our children to, you know, a faith based school. Mm-hmm. And the Court of Appeals said no, we're with Maine, but it went to the Supreme Court level and the Supreme Court ruled six to three that you cannot discriminate mm-hmm. based on religion. Very good. Well, I think it's great. Think it's What's good. interesting is the number of people that are saying this is a dark, dark moment in our country's history and that we're violating that principle of separation of church and state mm-hmm. and that you may see a slippery slope emerge. And there's a case that's either going to drop this morning or next week. Hopefully all the cases are going to be out next week, but it's that Coach Joe Kennedy case, okay. football coach yep. from the state of Washington, he was fired because he would not stop praying silently on the field following games. I think most observers think that the court's going to side with Coach Kennedy and Mm -hmm. say, you you have that right Mm -hmm. to express yourself. Mm -hmm. And Mm so um, I know that I have said for quite some time that just reading the tea leaves, you know, you worry where we're headed, what the future Mm -hmm. holds. But Th- Do you this read is, tea leaves? I don't read tea leaves. That's more of a proverbial statement <laughs> okay, than an I actual. I, in fact, did, I don't but... even know what tea leaves are. Now that I say, it. do you know what tea leaves are? <laughs> well, I was just one of those phrases that, that you throw out tea, there. But I don't know how to read them. But, but as you just look gotcha. at culture, 
it would seem to me that religious freedom, mm-hmm. religious liberty mm-hmm. is consistently being affirmed at the Supreme Court level mm-hmm. consistently time and time again. You got the baker, the Christian mm-hmm. baker in Colorado, mm-hmm. Jack mm-hmm. Phillips. Now, he's losing left and right on the state level okay. and on the appellate court okay. level, and, and that stinks for him, mm-hmm. and it stinks for you know the legal fees that are mounting, right. but it just seems like the Supreme Court is saying, don't mess with an individual's right mm-hmm. to express themselves from a religious standpoint. So I think that's good news. Um, when do you think the big one will come down? Well, they're going to drop uh, this morning. Uh, there's 13 cases that still okay. have to be announced, mm-hmm. and I, I think there's several that are going to drop this morning. And then they're saying next week, next Monday, um, you, you'll see cases drop. So my guess is they're going to save it for the very last day. Mm-hmm. I, I'd love for it to happen sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, of course, Dobbs versus Jackson Women's yeah. Health and you know what's going to happen with Roe and Casey and how that plays out. I heard it again this week from somebody, and, and again on on a um, a news show where they're saying, you know, if if Roe is overturned, that means abortion's illegal in the U.S. That that's not the case. Right. You know, it goes back to the but states. If, if it's overturned, what kind of uh, what, what what do you think will happen around the country? I think you'll have some pretty significant mm-hmm. protests. I, I really so do. I think yeah. you're already seeing it. You know, you're already mm-hmm. seeing illegal protests. It is against the law to protest in front of a justice's home. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this week mm-hmm. you had protests in front of Amy Coney Barrett's home. I don't know if you saw these pictures or not. It was horrific, but they're wearing white gowns. They're blood soaked in certain parts of the gown. Hmm. And then they're holding little babies Mm -hmm. that have blood on it. And they're saying abortion anytime for any reason. Mm -hmm. And and I don't think that moves the needle in their direction. You know, I don't think um, that demonstration makes anybody say I'm with that crowd. Now, maybe there are people that that go down that road. But I think, you know, I think it was Clinton that came out, President Clinton, years ago, safe, legal and rare. I think that did move the needle for some Mm -hmm. people Mm -hmm. saying that this is not something that we're excited about. This is not something that's a positive, Mm -hmm. but safe, legal, rare makes sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not for me necessarily, but for others. But these demonstrations, I just I don't get it. I really don't. But no one's asking me. I just did. No, no one. Well, yeah, no, nobody uh, on, on the other side of the argument, right, shall I we gotcha. say. So, right. hey, uh, you're a former Baptist. Yep. Right. Yep. But not a Southern Baptist. No. Is that right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So the Southern Baptist Convention right. is the largest Protestant denomination mm-hmm. in our country. Mm-hmm. And they have made news uh, the last several months. Um for not necessarily positive reasons. You know, they had an abuse report that came out. I don't know if you made note of that or not, but there have been allegations of abuse with their clergy and a cover-up, and so they hired an independent auditor to kind of come in and check mm-hmm. that out. Mm-hmm. That that report released uh, last month, and it was bad news hmm. for the Southern Baptists. It did not reflect that. well. But um, last week they had their convention in Anaheim, California. That's a great place to have a convention, right? I think so. Have you been to Anaheim, California? No, Do you know what's so. near Anaheim, California? Disney World. Disneyland. Disneyland. Not yeah. Disney World, okay. Disneyland. But um, in that, they uh, had a resolution to kick out their largest church mm-hmm. in their denomination. And you know this church, mm-hmm. Saddleback Church, yeah. Rick Warren. Yep. Um, and so that vote has been delayed. But the reason that they were going to bounce them is because Saddleback made the decision a year ago to ordain three women okay. into ministry. Right. And so as a former Baptist, mm-hmm. you're, you're our expert on all things Baptist. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. What do you say? What do you think about that? What's your thought? 
Well, I think that there are women who are probably gifted in leadership yes. as well as teaching. Yes. Um, but I also agree that the Bible says that men are to lead the church. So, okay. Okay. Um, I, it sounds to me like they're discussing the meaning of the word past, pastor. Is that what yeah. they're doing? Yeah. They're kind of saying— Well, what is ordination, I think, is the whole oh. idea behind it. You okay. know? And, is, and are they talking about lead pastor, or can there be women that are right. in leadership pastoral right. roles, but they're not necessarily leading the whole church? So yeah. I mean, I kind of, I, well, I'm a, I'm a worship minister. Right, I mean, you right. have minister on my title. I'm not ordained. Right. So, um, but you could be, it, I, you, you I could, could make be. that choice to do that, you know? Um, and, and I, to me, I would have no conflict with that. Mm-hmm. Now, if you came and said, I want you to ordain me to be a lead minister, I don't, I don't think that would happen necessarily, right. Right. but I would make the case you are a minister. Well, and aren't we, um, I mean, we're we all, all ministers, are. but, yeah, but what you're, I'm saying, you're saying that I do some of the same things that like you and I, men week do. in, I mean, week out, yeah. we work together yes. to put together worship yeah. services. Yeah. You plan songs. Mm-hmm. I, I do the preaching, right. but it is a it's a collaborative mm-hmm. effort mm-hmm. to say mm-hmm. we have these people coming to our service for the, for this 60 minute period of time. Mm-hmm. This week it's on prayer. Right. So I've got the text, I've got the sermon mm-hmm. idea, but you you've mm-hmm. come up with this kind of what are we calling it a focus prayer time. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you're you're selecting music mm-hmm. that's gonna I, what are we saying? Sweet hour of prayer, mm-hmm. I think, is yeah. one of the songs. But my point right. in that is it's not like I've got the inspiration from God mm-hmm. and you're the peon just, you know, filling in the mm-hmm. blanks. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I look at it mm-hmm. as a partnership mm-hmm. in what is probably at least our largest weekend week out gathering, mm-hmm. one of the most important things mm-hmm. that we do as a mm-hmm. church. You know, I make hospital calls, you make hospital calls. Right. I go see people in the nursing home. You go see mm-hmm. people in the nursing mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have people come up and say, will you pray with me? Mm-hmm. I know you have people right. that mm-hmm. you know come up and say, will you pray with me? Mm-hmm. So I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just find it interesting that uh, they wanted to bounce them, you know, and it seems like every time I talk Saddleback or Rick Warren, even on this show, right. you know, it you get, it uh, it raises the ire of some for right. whatever reason. But um, I, but I love men that recognize the value of women and yeah. their leadership abilities. Um, and I mean, I don't think they're not saying they're in the, the obviously they're not in the role of lead minister because right. they just hired their new lead minister. Right. Right. But there are women that can. Uh, do the same things as men very well. Yeah, and yeah. So I think it's a sad thing that they're. Yeah. I, I like what Rick Warren said in in the article. You know, are we going to be allies or are we going to be um, adversaries over uh, issues that are not right essential? Absolutely. I mean, we can right. disagree on this. Right. Um, yep. So I, I appreciate that view. And I'm going to throw one more thing out okay. that I'm just going to throw out and let it hang. <laughs> and maybe when I get back from Israel, we'll come back okay. to it. But I think when it comes to the role of women, there's really two positions that are out there. And that's the complementarian position mm-hmm. and that's the egalitarian position. Mm-hmm. And the complementarian position would say uh, there's there's specific unique roles for both men and women where egalitarians would say Galatians three, you know, anything a man can do, a woman can do. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's part of this conversation Mm -hmm. maybe in Mm -hmm. some ways. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm just going to leave it there. I'm going to leave it hanging and we'll revisit it in July or August. How's that? (laughs) Sounds good. Hey, let's go to break. When we come back, I want to talk about a couple things that are happening this weekend. You're listening to direct line Thursday, June 23rd, Greg and Steph. We'll be right back after this. 
You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SIP. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. This is Rob Witzel, area supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. Hans Tankwash is proud to support the Women's Care Clinic. Let's hear now from Interim Co-Director Mariah Hansen. Women's Care Clinic in Danville provides the love and support every woman deserves during pregnancy. The best news is all our services are free. Free pregnancy tests, free ultrasounds for pregnancy confirmation, and even free consultations with medical professionals. And that's not all. We offer parenting education, mentoring for moms and dads, and help with adoption planning. We also work closely with many community agencies for all the support our families need. More than anything, Women's Care Clinic offers hope, compassion, and care to our clients of every age and background. We'd love to have you join us. To learn more, volunteer, or make a gift, visit danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. Women's Care Clinic in Danville changing lives one decision at a time. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. We about had a hiccup there. <laughs> We're having so much fun, talk, so much fun talking complimentarian and egalitarian. We yeah. about missed the uh, the cue, but Derek saved the day. All right. Way to go, Derek. Hey, couple things happening at Second Church that I want to talk through that I'm super excited about. And the first is, uh, it's not really a Second Church thing, but it's in the community. This Friday, our friend Molly Goodwin and the Women's Care Clinic are hosting an event that's going to highlight the importance of fathers, but mm-hmm. all are welcome. Mm -hmm. It's at Crossroads Christian Church. We're going to eat about six o'clock. We're going to watch the movie Show Me the Father. Have you seen the movie? I have not. We showed the trailer in church on Sunday. It looks wonderful. Really, yeah. Eddie Eddie George, you know that name? Mm -mm. Uh, Former NFL football player, superstar at Ohio State, Hmm. has just an incredible, incredible testimony. The Kendrick brothers, mm-hmm. who have created several really good films, uh, they they are behind this. Mm-hmm. We're going to watch that film, and then I'm going to share 10, 15 minutes, mm-hmm. and we're going to wrap it up and call it a day. Be on our way, 8.30, quarter till 9. But so is it a free event? Free event. No cost. Yeah, just and, come on mm-hmm. out. And uh, again, the Women's Care Clinic, mm-hmm. you know, obviously they are on the front lines mm-hmm. of making the case that every life matters. Right. But one of the things they're passionate about, and one of the things that Molly is working directly with is helping dads. Right equipping dads Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. you you just look at the statistics when a father is present in the home Mm -hmm. the the likelihood for success on multiple levels of the children is just exponentially higher than when they're not and yet i think we have an epidemic of absent fathers Mm -hmm. in our world Mm -hmm, unfortunately mm -hmm. so super excited about that again that's this friday night 6 p.m and then sunday night i love hymnology talk about 
What's happening with this edition of Hymnology? Well, we're going to be singing some old hymns. Um, you know, and some of them, I've, what I've realized is that just because it was in your hymnal in your church doesn't mean that right? it was in somebody else's hymnal. Isn't that crazy that church. there's different hymnals? Right. I know. I know. So, and different hymns. So, yes. uh, we got a good variety, I think. Um, our friend Justin Silver, uh, who lives up in the Houston area, he likes to pick them and he likes to play them and sing them. And so, um, we've got about 45 minutes of hymns. And then um, we t- like to tell the stories behind some of the hymns. One of the ones that, I'm, that I particularly like is the story behind the hymn, Look and Live. Okay. Do you know that hymn? I don't think I do. Yeah, um, I don't think I do. But it's from the Old Testament when okay. um, the the people, the Israelites were being bitten by the snakes. And oh, they yeah, the Numbers 21. And the pole and yeah. they said, if you look, you will live. The bronze so, snake? Yeah, and wow. I didn't realize that that hymn was... Did I, you know the hymn? I knew the hymn. I grew okay. up with them okay. in the Baptist church, but okay. I don't think I realized that was the story behind it. So. You know, that's a great uh, narrative in the Old Testament mm-hmm. where, again, I, why did God do what he did? We don't know. That's a God question. What but, a weird story. You know, the, the people had rebelled against God, <laughs> right. and God was just sick of it, and right. so he allowed these snakes to come up out mm-hmm. of the sand, mm-hmm. and they cried out to Moses, and Moses said, God, what do you want me to do? And he said, make a bronze sta- snake, mm-hmm. put it on a stick, and anybody that looks at it will be saved, and that happened right. but you know the sad thing about that you read a little bit further in the old testament right. get into the history part of it it had become a bad thing that bronze right. snake had become right. an idol right and was um, it was it king hezekiah i think it was hezekiah Nehushtan? that destroyed it right Nehushtan. it's that's just right. a thing of brass that's right that's right but you know jesus actually references it uh-huh. i don't know if you know that in john 3 right before john three sixteen, read john three fourteen sometime mm-hmm. and he talks about just as moses lifted up right. the snake in the desert so the Son of Son Man, Man will be, will be lifted, lifted up. up. And yeah. so I, I did not know there was a song about it. That's well, great. We're going to sing it. and yeah. But the, the gals from the Women's Care Clinic yeah. are going to be there telling the stories. Then we'll take up a love offering for them to yeah. help support their mobile medical unit. Yeah. And then, of course, brownies and ice cream afterwards. Yes. So. Six yeah. o'clock. Oh, five o'clock. Five o'clock. Five o'clock Illinois Sunday. time. Right. And then we'll be eating the ice cream and yeah. brownies about six. Right. Now, somebody said to me not long ago, you know, you call it hymnology, but a lot of it is gospel music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, just ignorant girls. Greg, I just assume that's the same thing. No, uh, I think gospel, I think gospel music is more like to me. I think of like the Gaithers, okay. you know, that kind of that okay. kind of music, that genre. But we kind of put them together. So. Okay. Sorry if you come and you hear some Southern gospel well, and it's not quite a hymn. But again, we just you know, call it hymnology. So I love it all. Get I, over it. <laughs> I had a conversation with someone not long ago, and um, you know that they were they were concerned about some worship stuff. Okay. And you know they were telling me the stuff that they like and the stuff that they don't like. And they turned the tables on me, and I said I like it all, and they didn't buy that. They said I don't, I don't believe that, but I really do. Mm. When I go to a service, and there's times when I'm visiting services, man, it is old school. Right. It is hymns, right. and it is hymns like we used to sing it right. when you and I were growing up. Right. And I mean it. I love that. Mm. I really mm-hmm. do. When I go to a worship service, and it's as modern as modern can be. I'm talking elevation. I'm talking mm-hmm. Hillsong. Mm-hmm. You know, all that. I, I love it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's about style. I think it's about what am I singing mm-hmm. and what is the purpose behind mm-hmm. it in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's probably where most people should try to get to. You know, mm-hmm. it seems like it's harder and harder mm-hmm. for people mm-hmm. to get that mm-hmm. direction. But mm-hmm. um, I've been looking forward to hymnology for several weeks now just because. 5.0. That means this is our fifth is one. Is this our fifth one? I think it's our fifth one. Yeah. That's hard to believe. But yeah. all are welcome. Absolutely. And uh, we made the decision not to live stream this mm-hmm. in, in the mm-hmm. last couple of times. Um, and, and again, people have said, why not? Well, 
you know, we really want to see more and more people mm-hmm. coming back. And mm-hmm. this is for all people. This is right. not a second church only right. thing. Right. You know, we're not handing out membership packets. Right. You know, we're just handing out ice cream and brownies. <laughs> That's right. So That's come right. on out. Hey, I did want to talk a little bit about what you and I are doing throughout the summer. Mm-hmm. We're, we just started a 12-week journey mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. the Gospel of Mark. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be looking at the first 10 chapters, mm-hmm. which deal with most of Jesus's earthly ministry. Mm-hmm. The last six chapters, chapters 11 through 16, deal with Passion Week, mm-hmm. and we're not going to tackle that mm-hmm. this summer. Mm-hmm. We may come back to it mm-hmm. uh, next spring as mm-hmm. we lead up to Easter. Mm-hmm. But um, any thoughts as we dive into the Gospel at Mark? I know you've been kind of looking at what some of the different themes and different texts are going to be. Any ideas as we dive into this? Well, they're just varied. I mean, Jesus covers so much uh, information, so many topics on it. So I'm looking forward to you know the covering the book, but uh, all, all the different topics. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, hey, let's go to break. Okay. When we come back, Dr. Dale Daniel is going to be with us. Okay. He's at the door. Is we got to okay. go let him in. Okay. But we are so <laughs> thankful that you are listening to Direct Line. It's Greg, it's Steph, it's Thursday, June 23rd. We'll be right back after this. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty, LLC. Member SI. PC. You know, it's easy to make promises. The hard thing is keeping them. Sunset promises to carry your load at a most difficult time. To the communities they serve, they promise to be there for your children, your churches, and your organizations. Sunset promises to help our veterans. They will support them with the same level of commitment these veterans had as soldiers defending our freedom. I'm Judy Fraser, and if you're looking for a family that keeps their promises, I would suggest you make just one phone call. Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Thursday, June 23rd. Greg and Steph. And Steph, every year, one of my highlights is when at Second Church we get to host the Global Leadership mm-hmm. Summit. Mm-hmm. And Steph, you're kind of, what, what do we call it? The MC? What, what's your title officially? Yeah, and the producer. The producer. That sounds better than MC. It sounds really good. Yeah, but. yeah. But I love the GLS, and uh, there's nobody that I think of more right. when I think of GLS at Second Church than Dr. Dale Daniel, our 
executive pastor, <laughs> and I asked Dale to come in and to join us. Dale, how's life? Oh, good, Greg. Yeah. Stephanie, good to be with you all today. All right. Well, we are so thankful that you're here. And let's just begin. What is the Global Leadership Summit? Why is it important? So the Global Leadership Summit is a leadership conference mm-hmm. that takes place every year, at first, usually the first week of August. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's something that's been going on for almost 25 years, maybe wow. maybe a little bit longer than 25 years. And, uh, you know, I, I started attending the GLS back in 2003 through 2004. Some, in fact, our church leadership team started attending up in Chicago where it actually is held live. Yeah. And, then, yeah. and then it's broadcast yeah. out. And, uh, you know, we started attending it and uh, really, really changed our leadership culture at Second Church, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, then we had the opportunity to be able to host, start hosting it here in uh, 2015, yeah, and it's been exciting to see how the community has mm-hmm. really gotten behind mm-hmm. the Global Leadership Summit, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's exciting to think that, what are we, six weeks out? I mean, it's coming quick. Oh, it's coming you know? quick. Oh, yes. So <laughs> I was in a meeting this week with an executive director of one of the ministries here in town, and they take those two days and they shut down their ministry, mm-hmm. and they typically will watch it at their ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we were talking with this leader about just the blessing of doing that in community oh, yes. at Second Church. Mm-hmm. So what's the advantage of saying we want to participate, but we're not necessarily just going to stay at my house or mm-hmm. stay at sure. my, my office or my ministry, but gathering with, I mean, we had like 300 last year, oh, something we did. like that. We did. Why, why is it better to do it with others? Well, I think you have the, the camaraderie and the community and the networking that happens. You know, I think one of the, one of the things I've heard uh, people talk about is that the Global Leadership Summit as a community has given us kind of a similar language yeah. when it comes yeah. to leadership mm-hmm. and change yeah. and, uh, and, and, and just making progress in uh, in our community yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, i think those things are very beneficial mm-hmm. uh just the the rubbing of shoulders and elbows and connecting and mm-hmm. having those kinds of real developing relationships that right. are really important in the community throughout the year yeah well this year's theme i believe is voice your vision and i think that's an interesting concept because i think they're going to give opportunities for people to share your you know what is your vision for your team for your ministry right. for your business how, how can you communicate that how can you voice your vision and i think that's what you're talking about that's kind of what happens oh, at, at gls people's visions begin to take birth and are, they're communicated oh they do mm-hmm. yeah, you know because i i think that that you know the speakers and, and they talk on a lot of different topics, mm-hmm. uh, but but they get they they change the way we think about uh, our experiences, the way we think about the challenges that are in front of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think present some different options and 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 ways to tackle problems and mm-hmm. challenges, or mm-hmm. or to or to think about things in a completely new paradigm mm-hmm. that allows mm-hmm. us to. Uh, maybe to move our organization or even us ourselves personally to a different level. Mm-hmm. So someone's listening. They've never been a part of it. They want to know more about it. Dale, what's the next step for someone to say, I want to explore if GLS 2022 is for me? Sure. Well, you can always go online and Google Global Leadership Summit, mm-hmm. and uh, it'll take you to the website and give you all, all the information about the different rates, uh, especially about the speakers that are going to be appearing this yeah. year for the Global Leadership Summit. Uh, you can even go to the Second Church of Christ website, mm-hmm. uh, secondchurch.com uh, slash GLS. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we have a page that's dedicated to what's going to be happening at our site and all the speakers and, and different ways that you can register. Yeah. 
Um, and do we have a special rate, I think? Is that right? For people that sign up, is there a special rate coming up? Is that right? Uh, well, yeah, there's, uh, there's the general rate, but there's also just uh, a lot of different rates that are available to say like educators they have a okay. very they have a very special rate so, so if you're a teacher so if you're a teacher if you're in education administration it's 99 dollars uh, and so, that's a lot less oh that's yeah. a lot less because it's over 200 dollars just yeah. at the door registration mm-hmm. even for us as a host site mm-hmm. it's <clears throat> it's 139 so yeah uh, if, if you're uh so if you're a teacher if you're active military or if you're in um um uh, public uh, safety. Okay. That okay. Uh, that you can get a a ninety nine dollar registration. Wow, that's great. Yes. That's great. Yes. And do they need to do that through Second Church, or they can do it on the Global Leadership Summit mm-hmm. website, or uh, how does can, that play out? Yeah, you can do that on the GLS website because they give you some options mm-hmm. that you can mm-hmm. uh, click on uh, kind of a drop down calendar or kind of a drop down menu that says uh, you know kind of gives you those. Different options uh, that you know, say if you're a, a teacher or yeah. an edu- you know an educator or someone uh, someone that's in public safety, yeah, or active military. And, and you know, one of the things I'm going to brag on our church. I'm new, somewhat, mm-hmm. so I can so I can still kind of see it from an outside perspective. I go to a lot of gatherings at churches and organizations, and during the break time or ahead of time. You know, sometimes the church will say, here's a bottle of water and, you know, here's, you know, a, a little package of peanuts or something along those lines. Second church goes above and beyond oh, yeah. when it comes to, you know, the goodies and you know, hospitality. The, the hospitality. I just it, it yeah. really is a great experience and it's something that I would highly recommend. Now, I want to throw something out here. This is one of my favorite things that I've heard Craig Groeschel, who what, what is his title? Champion, GLS champion or something along those yes. lines. Yeah. I mean, he's basically leading the the ship in many ways. Yes. But here's what he wrote. He said, leadership is never about a title or about a position. It's about influence. And my guess is some are listening today saying, that's great, but I'm not a leader. You know, all, all I do is raise my kids or all I do is, you know, work at this place or all I do is lead this, uh, you know, soccer team or softball team. Right. What right. would you say to someone thinking like that? Well, that, that, you know, that's a common misperception about leadership. Mm-hmm. You know, people think about leadership and they think it's about a position or mm-hmm. a title or a right. role, uh, right. but it's really about influence. And all of us have influence in yeah. our life, well, you know, yeah. whether it's uh, being with <clears throat> being in a in a small organization or a large organization, even if we aren't a manager or uh, a, a shift director or a CEO of a company, we 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 have opportunities to influence those around us. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and that's leadership. Yep, that's exactly right. Steph, any thoughts on that? Just this whole leadership thing. I mean, I look at you. I would say you're a leader. Uh, Saturday, you're going to be doing some leading mm-hmm. as we gather together with. People that are a part of the worship team, what do you think? Yeah, I think everybody is a leader of someone. If you have, if you're in relationships with anybody, whether it's your family, your children, grandchildren, yeah. uh, coworkers, you you are in a position to influence someone else. And right. so, you know, if, for someone who's out there listening, think, oh, I don't want to go to a church to this. It's church right. leadership. It's not just about church leadership. Right. It's right. it's leadership skills that yes. go across. It, it doesn't matter whether you're in a church or a business or whatever. And it's also they have made it really. Um, realistic. I mean, 
talking about taking care of yourself physically, yes. taking care of yourself emotionally, yep. Yep. making sure you are resting, yep. eating correctly. It's yep. not just it's not just about these paradigms mm-hmm. and you know right. big business. It's mm-hmm. really they've really made it personal, I think. Yeah. And when you're sitting there and you're listening to some of these top speakers in the world, but they're telling you take care of yourself right. so that you can take care of other people. It really is practical. You know, and that, that's really an important point, Stephanie, because you know the hardest person that we will ever have to lead is ourselves mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. and so self-leadership if you you can walk away from the GLS and <clears throat> if you learn to do a better job of leading yourself mm-hmm. then it's you you've accomplished a lot mm-hmm. yeah that's mm-hmm. great mm-hmm. that's really good so um, I have my favorite speakers each year that and again it's a it's a different lineup every year mm-hmm. as you look over I know you're looking over this year's lineup Dale who are some of the speakers you personally are looking forward to and who do you think are some of the people that might connect with a first timer, you know, that, sure. you know, they, they thought before today, it's just a bunch of preachers, mm-hmm. which it's not. Mm-hmm. Who do you think people will connect with? Well, uh, w- one of the speakers that's on the docket is really one of my one of my favorite. I, I first became aware of her a couple of years ago. She first appeared on GLS, the Vanessa Van Edwards. Yes. And I actually have a screenshot of her on my uh, on my uh, computer because um uh, talking about how do you just how to engage in people, how uh, and and, I, and I, one of the things I, I realized I t- I, from her two years ago was that uh, one of the things that people look at when you first encounter people are their hands. What are they mm. doing with their hands? Right. You know, sometimes we got our hands stuck in our pockets. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or we got our hands behind our behind our back. But if if we have our hands up and and engaging, hmm. and, um, and and in fact, when we come into a room and we actually are waving at people, <laughs> yeah, she's and, and she and she bases all this on research mm-hmm. uh, about how uh, more uh, impactful that is, yeah. when you're meeting with people, absolutely, or, and, and encountering people, and so uh, I actually started doing that, and I found that to be so true. <laughs> I'm gonna start watching you more, <laughs> yeah, watching your hands more. <laughs> Anyone else that you think, man, that's really gonna connect? I, I mean, I'm a Craig Groeschel guy. Well, Craig yeah. is great, you know? and he always is one of the top. Is Albert Tate back? Top, yeah. top speakers. Oh, yeah. He will as a host. Okay. He'll be yeah. there okay. as a host. Okay. Yeah. I tell you one that I'm I'm really excited about. I listened to his presentation. Uh, or a presentation of him on YouTube, and that's Johnny Taylor. And Johnny okay. is a very successful businessman. He has <laughs> worked for some of the richest men in the world. And one of the things that Johnny is very passionate about is about the incarcerated community. I mean, that's not something yeah. that is that you know he's not in social work. He's mm-hmm. not right. in that area. But but he came across a friend one day that. Um, that was struggling. He, he he had spent some time in prison for for a um, bad mistake that mm-hmm. he had made, mm-hmm. but he found that his friend couldn't get a job. Mm. Wow! And he became really burdened by that. And yeah. so he's taken it on on this mission to help those who are incarcerated, those who are trying to, you know, get back into mm-hmm. community and mm-hmm. change their lives, help them find work. Wow! And so he's, he's established this uh, foundation and this center. And, uh, the, you know, when I heard his presentation, it was powerful. Yeah. I think that's going to be very exciting. That's and awesome. Especially the fact that we've got something very similar that's just starting to happen here in Vermillion County. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talk, we'll talk a little bit about that. I mean, last week's show, I don't know if you know this or not, but we played your interview oh, okay. with the, the president from Pepperdine, uh, Jim Gash, yes. and the professor that's both at Baylor and Pepperdine, Byron Johnson. Correct. So talk just a little bit, just a recap in case somebody missed that. Oh, sure. So uh, at Dan. Correctional Center, there is a program called the Building Block Program 
that started in 2018, and it has transformed the culture of the prison, Mm -hmm. not just those who are incarcerated, but also with the staff, Mm -hmm. and it's caught the attention of the state, the Illinois Mm -hmm. Department of Corrections, and they're wanting to create this duplicate, replicate this program throughout the state. And so that's why Byron Johnson and Jim Cash yeah. were here. And they're going to be doing, uh, in fact, it was just approved this week that they're going wow. to be doing the research project at Danville Correctional Center. That's great. To help understand that. So uh, one of the men that actually helped to start the, glo- uh, to help start the Building Block program mm-hmm. uh, was Michael uh, Braun. Braun. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, Michael has uh, done a lot of work on uh, expanding and growing the building block program to something that's called CORE. Yeah. And uh, so he uh, he was just released uh, June 1st uh, of this year. Okay. And has decided that he's going to stay in Vermilion County mm-hmm. and help continue the next part of the CORE development, which is a... Uh, release program or okay. a transitional mm-hmm. program mm-hmm. Okay. in helping uh, those who have been formally incarcerated to find work mm-hmm. and yeah. to, to uh, uh, just to get kind of reconnected back into the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, that just sounds great. <laughs> so awesome. So incredible. Yeah. Steph, what about you? Anybody that you look forward to at GLS or anybody that really stands out that's on the lineup this year that you would say... Uh, you might highlight for others? I don't think I have a particular one. I think I just would say that um, you walk away feeling inspired. Yes. Um, no, yeah. not, not every session you, right. are you do you walk away feeling inspired, but right. you will you will come away feeling inspired. Something within you will be stirred, and yeah. you'll you'll either have this, you know, oh, I, there's something that God's telling me I need to do, or yeah. and, and, and you just feel inspiration. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't say I'm looking forward to one person in particular. I just enjoy the inspirational part of the entire thing. I'll tell you one of my highlights yeah. from last year. I can't remember the guy's name, but it's the flaming hot Cheetos guy. <laughs> yes. And just the story from janitor yeah. to creator yeah. and one of the cool things we did is you bought a bunch of flaming hot Cheetos. <laughs> Dale, you had your first ever flaming hot Cheeto on stage. <laughs> I don't know I, how inspirational I, I, I did. I did and I I fell in love with them. I yeah, think they're fantastic. Yeah. yeah. But I mean that's a story right. I would never have known. I right. would never have heard that if it right. wasn't for the Global Leadership Summit. And right. I think Things like that happen every year, you know, and yeah. you just have opportunities mm-hmm. to really be inspired. So one more time, how do people get more information about the Global Leadership Summit? Well, I think they they could go online and go to either secondchurch.com slash forward slash GLS, and we have all kinds of information about how to register or even just Google Global Leadership Summit. It'll take you to the website yeah. and uh, give you some information on how to register. Mm-hmm. And if you are not Internet savvy, I know there's people that are not, call the church office, 217-442-7306. Tanya Ward, Sandra Lathrop, Dale Daniel, Steph and I, we'd be glad to answer questions mm-hmm. and try to get you signed up. It's Thursday and Friday, August 4th and 5th. It's going to be epic. Yes. All right. Well, hey, let's go to break. Dale, I want you to stick with us when we come back. We've got our history segment. I want to back up and talk about a cultural uh, happening that uh, has really moved me. And then I've got a brand new good news segment that's unfolding this morning Hmm. involving swimming. Okay. I'll, I'll leave you hanging. Okay. You're listening to Direct Line. We'll be right back after this. Hi. I'm Linda Darby, and I'm part of the third generation of Darbys to own Sunset Funeral Home in Memorial Park. 
Since the 1960s, our family has been proud to serve Vermilion County by providing unmatched dedication and personalized service to families. And I'm Ross Darby. I'm part of the fourth generation in our family business. I want to introduce you to Hall of Fame plaques and signs. We promise to provide you with the same level of service at our sign shop that you've grown accustomed to at our funeral homes and cemetery. With a name like Hall of Fame, it's going to be great. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. This is Rob Witzel, area supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyd's of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Thursday, June 23rd. Steph, we couldn't do DL without our awesome sponsors. Who are we saying thanks to? We're thankful for Don and Deanna Witzel with McDonald's, Chris and Deja Robinson with Robinson Chiropractic, Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance, the Darby family with Sunset Funeral Home, and the team at Hans Tankwash, and Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley. It's a great crew. That crew's been with us for two years now, and I'm just so thankful for each and every one of them. Quickly, I want to talk culture for just a moment two movies have come out in the last month Uh one is the remake of top gun Mm -hmm. man i loved it i want to go see it again (laughs) it's a throwback i would say it's a movie that would have been made in the 1980s or the 1990s and uh i've yet to hear someone really throw shade at it so have you seen it dale not that the new one no? Okay. All right. Steph, have you seen the new one? I haven't seen the new one. And okay. I don't remember seeing the old one. You didn't see the old one, I, Steph? Back to our Baptist days. I wasn't allowed to watch movies, so. I, I saw the old one. Yes. I thought it was a fantastic movie. Yeah. And I was excited about the new one coming out. Yep. Of course, it was supposed to originally come out two years ago. Yeah. Right before COVID. Mm. And uh, I'm glad that they, uh, they held the release. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Now, I contrast that with the new Toy Story movie, mm. uh, Light, Buzz Lightyear. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the exact name of it. But, Toy Story. Um, well, but I think it's Lightyear. I think it's Lightyear is the name of it. Okay. But um, it has really disappointed. Um, and I don't know if you guys know this or not, but Disney's been in the news. Yeah. And, you know, they've talked yeah. about some of the woke stuff that yeah. they're wanting to throw out yeah. there. And uh, they had originally removed some of that. And then their, uh, their employees really mm-hmm. pushed, uh, mm-hmm. some of their employees mm-hmm. pushed to put it back. And... 
What's happened is it's severely underperformed when compared with the other Toy Story Mm -hmm. franchise movies. And I think here's the message that I throw out. I think there is a silent majority that's out there and they don't protest. They don't picket. They don't uh, blast away most of the time. But when you make something like the new Top Gun movie, man, they show up in a full force Mm -hmm. and they support it. I I would use it as the passion of the Christ example. You know, when that movie came out, Mel Gibson was mocked and Mm -hmm. no one's going to go see it. And it made crazy, crazy Mm -hmm. profit at the box office. Mm-hmm. So um, I just, I, I find that contrast between Lightyear and uh, the new Top Gun movie very striking. But um, I don't endorse a lot of stuff. I highly recommend the new Top Gun movie. Hey, let's talk history segment quickly. Uh, number one, June 19, 1865, Juneteenth. Uh, in what is now known as Juneteenth, Union soldiers arrive in Galveston, Texas, on June 19, 1865, with news that the Civil War is over and slavery in the United States is abolished. Now, slavery had actually been abolished two and a half years earlier when Lincoln um, issued his Emancipation Proclamation, but a lack of Union troops in the rebel state of Texas kept that news from being enforced for two and a half years. And I believe Juneteenth is now federal holiday. I think that's correct. Mm -hmm. It fell on a Sunday this year, Mm -hmm. and I forgot that that it was uh, the holiday. I kept checking my mailbox Monday, and there was no mail. (laughs) But, but, you know, that's a good thing that that is a holiday and that we remember that. And hopefully, you know, that is just a reminder that there are dark days in our past, and we never want to go back. And you talk about a good movie to watch along with that is Lincoln. Okay, yes. Yes. Great film. Yes. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. Is that right? Yeah. Really, really good. Yep. Um, History segment number two, June 21, 1964. The KKK kills three civil rights activists, Michael Schwerner, Andrew Goodman, James Cheney. This is uh, Mm -hmm. brought to life on the big screen in the movie Mississippi Burning, featuring one of Danville's own. Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. Mm -hmm. And have you seen Mississippi Burning? Nope. Okay. Steph, we're going to have a get-together. Marla and I are going to have you over. We're going to grill grill burgers, (laughs) and we're going to introduce you to some of the great movies from the 1980s. Okay. Does that sound good? That sounds good. But in all seriousness, what a dark, dark time that was. And uh, again, may we never go back. Here's number three, June 25, 2009, Michael Jackson, one of the most commercially successful entertainers in history, dies at the age of 50 at his home in Los Angeles after suffering from cardiac arrest caused by a fatal combination of drugs given to him by his personal doctor. I remember that Mm -hmm. like it was yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um, Thoughts on Michael Jackson? Mm. Here's my question. Greatest musician of all time? I mean, that's hard to rate, but I mean, he's on the list, isn't he? I mean, top 10, wouldn't would, you think? I would think so. Yeah. Steph, were you a Michael Jackson fan growing back, growing up, or is it Back to the Baptist back thing? Back to the Baptist thing. I mean, <laughs> okay. but MTV, we, yeah. I remember that. I yeah. wasn't really allowed to watch that, but, but sometimes. I mean, Thriller, yeah. 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 Sometimes yeah. I'd sneak it. So if I you had say to say- he a was fa- a great entertainer. I don't yeah. know if he was the greatest musician, but okay. quite an entertainer, Okay. Sure. Of course, he got to start singing with his brothers, right. the he Jackson did. Five. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know where they're from? 
northern Indiana. Yeah, Gary, uh, Indiana. Gary, yeah, That's yeah, exactly yeah. right. But uh, so your favorite Michael Jackson song, if we were to come up with one, would be I Thriller. I would probably say Thriller, just for the entertainment yeah. value of it. But. Now I got to tell you that um, music video always creeped me out, though. You know, I always thought, <laughs> what in the world? So, Dale, do you have a favorite song? Well, there's one that I remember when I was in junior high. It was probably one of the first ones that he came out with, which was "Go Away, Little Girl." Okay, right. and but I don't it, know that, that song. My, I think so. I don't know that song. Wow. Okay. Derek, you want to grab the microphone? Anything you got for us today? What do you think? Not so much? Okay. All right. All right. He said too many. Okay. My favorite, without a doubt, is the song Man in the Mirror. I think that is just an awesome message, an awesome song. And uh, when I was, um, you know, 10, 15 years ago when my kids were little, I had iPods had just come out. And I finally figured out how to play it on my car. And I had a list called GT Drive Songs. And we would sing them as a family. And that was part of that made the list. I won't tell you any of the other songs. But um, yeah, we had a good time with it. But um, just tragic, you know, Mm -hmm. another uh, just unnecessary Mm -hmm. death that Mm -hmm. took place Mm -hmm. due to uh, overdose. And Mm -hmm. and we see it continue on to this day. Hopefully there's going to be better days ahead. Well, hey, here's the good news segment. And this just unfolded yesterday. United States swimmer Alvarez saved from drowning by her coach. So American artistic swimmer Anita Alvarez lost consciousness wow. while performing at the World Championships in Budapest. She passed out. They don't know why. In the water. And she started to sink, and nobody did anything. Wow. And her coach jumped in the water. Andrea Fuentes jumped in the water and rescued her. Wow. And they said saved her life. Wow. And, uh, you know, for whatever reason, something had happened to her along the lines. Hmm. But I-, I hope we are going to hear that story all over the news today. Let's stop uh, hearing about some of the things that we hear day in, day out, mm. and hear the uh, the good news story of an American coach mm. that saved one of her swimmers. And you look at this pool. I mean, it is a deep pool. It's like 12 feet deep. Mm-hmm. And you, you, they have a camera underwater because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's synchronized swimming. Right. And she is sinking down wow. to the bottom. And all of a sudden, here comes her coach Aww. to save the day. So they must not have lifeguards at events like this. I don't know. But um, way to go, Maybe. Coach Fuentes. Oh, wow. So, Dale, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Go GLS. Amen. Steph, thanks for uh, taking over the next two weeks when I'm in Israel. Well, thank me afterwards. We'll see how it goes. Well, we'll see. It's going to be awesome. Derek, thank you for once again pushing the dials, doing everything that you do. It's a great, great thing that you do for us at Direct Line. And on behalf of Stephanie Spangler and on behalf of Dale Daniel, this is Greg Taylor saying thanks so much for listening to Direct Line. I hope you will join DL the next two weeks when Stephanie and friends carry on. (laughs) We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.